0: You're listening to rewritten and my name is Aisha Bo. I'm a writer, digital content creator and speaker. And this podcast is where I'll tackle all things self-love. because rewriting your narrative isn't about moving away and changing your name. It's not about disregarding your past. It's about acknowledging it and using it to your advantage to make change. Whether that's by speaking up, walking away, trying something new, or recognizing that you deserve to be loved. The most compelling stories are those of redemption. And despite how your world may seem in this moment, things can get better. So today, ask yourself, how can I flip my script? How can I rewrite my narrative? Let's dive in. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode entitled, You Can Find Love While Still Finding Yourself. Today's episode is actually based on a blog post that I wrote last fall with the exact same name. It got a lot of traction and it actually still does to this day because I feel that so many of us are embarking on a self-love journey and dating simultaneously. But there's been this narrative that I honestly want to debunk, that I'm kind of overhearing, that says that you have to be quote-unquote whole before you start dating and in some instances like I get it I completely understand that some of us do need to do some introspection before we get back back out onto the field but to be honest we're always a work in progress there isn't a specific benchmark of growth that everyone has to meet and be like okay yes you are now whole enough to find a man (laughs) it doesn't work like that life does not work like that and when it comes down to it Whoever's meant to be will be ready and willing to partake in this journey of growth with you. So yes, my friend, you can find love while still finding yourself. When I met my now fiancé, I was in the early stages of my personal self-care journey. I was nowhere near where I am today, but I was pretty focused on pulling the pieces together. I had been through a lot in terms of my family and past relationships, and I I will admit that I was definitely the type who had quote-unquote baggage. (laughs) Um, And so I was trying to work on that and to become more introspective with myself. And I knew how important it was to put my well-being first. And in a way, I feel like it was really helpful in making things more seamless when we first started dating. Because I knew that I was on this self-love, self-care journey. And I wasn't necessarily going to change that just because I found the man of my dreams. (laughs) I think because of the fact that I was so involved in bettering myself, in finding out what my triggers were and where I needed to make some modifications in my life, I was less caught up with whether or not he was texting back fast enough. And I was more invested in building my personal sense of self-worth. So all the petty things that I used to let pretty much rule my mind and stress me out with dating, it was a lot less daunting and a lot less stressful. And I feel that as our relationship developed, so did the self-care practices that we both shared. So after a while, it wasn't just me who was doing the introspection, who was trying to become a more evolved person, a more, I guess, a better version of myself. He also kind of started to follow suit. And he decided to start going to therapy as well and looking at himself and his past. And we work together and we still work together to this day to build upon the foundation of our relationship. And it's been such a tremendous help. And I don't think that if I decided to wait to become whole first <laughs> before we started dating, um, if that would have made things better than they are. Because I think one of the be- the beauty of it is I can now look back and be like, you know, we have both come a really, really long way. So in today's episode, I want to go over a few things to keep in mind as you embark on your self-love and dating journey. I think these things are going to help you if you are in the process of falling more deeply in love with yourself, getting the root, getting to the root of the things that are bothering you or to the root of what you need and deserve in life. This can make the dating process work hand in hand with that journey as well. So the first thing is to set clear boundaries. A lot of times when we start dating someone new, it's easy to lose sight of our goals and the things that we were once invested in. I remember I was dating this guy and I i think I, I talked about this last season and I was very much like a big yogi and, you know, I was really taking care of my body and whatnot. And I had these hobbies. But as soon as we started dating, that all that self-care, all those hobbies flew out the window. And I was more so preoccupied with where he was and making sure I was there, too. So... When you are on this self-love journey, it's important to set those boundaries so that you can keep those things as a priority in your life because it can eventually lead to conflict birthed out of boredom or resentment because you decided to give up this aspect of yourself to cater to this new life of dating this person or trying to be more available for this person. So it's important to hold on to the routines, rituals, and specific self-care practices that you had prior to seeing them. For example, say you set out a time to pamper yourself, write out your goals for the week and whatnot, and this was on Sunday evenings. So if your new boo hits you up to hang out on Sunday night, just let them know that you actually like to have that time for yourself to recharge for the week ahead. Anyone who is respectful of you and your boundaries is going to understand Not only that, but it'll allow you to make space for yourself and cultivate your own values for a future relationship. When you stand firm in what's valuable to you early on, they'll be more likely to respect your boundaries throughout the relationship. People aren't always drawn to someone who's just readily available at their beck and call, trust me. (laughs) They might like the availability when they need it, but at the end of the day, they get bored of it. So doing your own thing confidently can actually be a turn on. Distance makes the heart grow fonder. (laughs) The next thing is being transparent. Now, this doesn't mean that you have to dive into the first date and as soon as you sit down, be like, well, my therapist said, (laughs) or share your deepest, darkest secret right off the bat. Feel the person out, of course. And when you have that sense of trust, Let them know that you're working on yourself. Let them know that you are currently knee-deep in your own self-love, self-care journey. Opening up about your journey can help to take the pressure off, too, and it's a good way to gauge whether or not they're truly a keeper. Someone who understands your need for growth and who's willing to respect your process is absolutely worthy of your love. And similar to what I mentioned earlier about my fiance going to therapy, your opening up might actually inspire them to embark on their own self-love journey. The next thing to keep in mind is that your happiness is not their job. I mean, this one might ruffle a few feathers, but I have to lay it out plain, okay? Yes, you should feel joyful with this person. You should enjoy the time you spend together, but it's not their job to bear the weight of all your burdens. They can be your lover, your partner, but they are not your therapist. Let me say this again. (laughs) They can be your lover. They can be your partner. They can be your best friend, but they are not. They are by no means your therapist. Your happiness is dependent upon you. Your mindset, the work you put in to maintain that, and they are simply an added bonus to this piece. (laughs) This doesn't mean that you can't confide in them or express when you're hurt or going through a tough time, but you just need to understand that they can't fix your life. And I think once people come to that realization, then the self-care process, I guess, takes new wings in a way because you understand that it's truly your, your doing and you feel a lot more proud as you're in the process. Now, the last thing to keep in mind is to remember that you might stumble. It's important to also give yourself grace. We all have our moments where we fall back into old habits and insecurities, and that's okay. That doesn't mean that you have to find a new self care routine or that it's not working. You're human, it's all right. The bounce back is what's most important. So how you address the issue, how you address the blow up or the situation and how you move forward makes the greatest impact because being open and honest in these moments is the best way to gain trust from your potential partner and to strengthen your bond. So as a recap... The main things you need to keep in mind when choosing to date while also on your self-love journey are to one, set clear boundaries, two, be transparent, three, understand that your happiness is not their job, and four, know that you might stumble. All in all, you deserve love. You deserve to be loved. And just because you're evolving doesn't mean you have to put that on the back burner. Take your time, but be open and willing to receive it. I'm Aisha Bow, and thank you so much for listening to another episode of Rewritten. For more self-care tips, visit AishaBow.com or follow me on social media, at Aisha If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe, rate it, and leave a review. Here's a peek at next week's episode. But for me to do that best, for me to connect with someone else's humanity, I have to stay centered in my own. So when I am taking better care of myself, when I am honoring my own humanity, when I am listening to myself, when I'm struggling, when I'm listening to myself, when I'm happy, when I'm expressing myself through all of those things, that's a way. Those are all ways that I personally honor my own humanity. And the more that I do that, I swear, the better listener I become.